Hello, sports fans. Welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve. And Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges, and we may have a rare look at Whitfield. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports. Hey, folks. How's it going? It's uh, Steve. I'm back here with Matt. Yeah, that's me. It's still my name. We're, we still know each other. We're still... Doing a podcast together. Yeah, still doing a podcast. We did take a week off. Work we did, gets uh, in the way. Work gets in the way. We had a holiday week in there with the 4th of July. People um, who work more frequently than us because they're professional broadcasters have probably already pointed out that the midweek 4th of July holiday kind of screws everyone up. It does mess everyone up. Like, hump day becomes, like, the biggest Sunday fun day of the year. Well, and, and in my business... Um, it screws me on two weekends, because I'm a bartender, so, yeah. oh, the weekend before the 4th of July, we're going to camp. Oh, bar's empty. Yeah. Um, oh, the weekend after 4th of July, oh, we're going to camp to celebrate 4th of July, bar's empty. So, it kind of screws me on two weekends. Now, is your bar, your bar's not the kind of bar that's open on the 4th? Uh, no, we were open on were the 4th. Open? No. Okay. Um, I did not work the 4th, um, uh, but... I heard it was slow. I can imagine. I mean, there's there's certain neighborhood bars oh, that they na- close yeah, on yeah, the yeah. fourth. Yeah, neighbor- and then other ones pick up the slack by staying open. Yeah, neighborhood bars. You know what? You know what? One of my best Fourth of Julys was at a neighborhood bar in Dormont, um, where it was me and two other guys, um, Mike and Chris. Mm. Um, we I sat. Can picture it now. We it was us three in the bar. By ourselves with John, the bartender. Oh man, this so that was a while ago. Mm. Um, Quite a while. From like nine p.m. till midnight, we were the only three in the bar. Wow! And then after midnight, everybody flooded in. Yeah, that's how so, it is. But those three bar, but but with us in there and John, we had a great time. We were playing whatever music we wanted. We were doing whatever we wanted. It was an awesome time. Um, yeah, it's the Fourth of July, though, man. I know. You got to be outdoors. You got to. Well, we watched um, the Boston Pops fireworks, and we watched the uh, Pittsburgh fireworks on the TV. Now, um, I got to watch them from my office this year. Well, this year, yeah, you did get to watch them from your office. I could see them up high, and then I had the TV going, so I could kind of compare because the TV was on a little bit of a delay. Right. And I couldn't see like the lower stuff, but all that lower stuff—that's all just like. Salad. It's like, you know, the main main course is the big stuff that flies up real high. Right. And takes up, like, the whole point in that. And I could see all those from from my little office. And while you were in your office, you were obviously uh, doing your job. Doing my job. (laughs) And looking out the window like, uh, fireworks, they're awesome. But I'm working right now as you're typing away. But it was fantastic so. this year because the lightning was going off in the background. Oh yeah, there was a lot. There was some fireworks displays delayed, mm-hmm. which this weekend will be their makeup. Yeah. So. Oh man, people are gonna love that. I mean, and okay, it's Pittsburgh. You say fireworks, and like thirty thousand people show up. Mm-hmm. Even the fireworks games for the Pirates, thirty thousand people show up, plus another thirty thousand outside the stadium. True. So, yeah. That is true. People pull over on the 65 on-ramp. Yeah, Fort Pitt Bridge, Fort Duquesne Bridge. It's yeah. not safe to pull over on the Fort Pitt Bridge. It's not, but care. people do it. It's not, but people do it. I mean, 65, at least there's a shoulder. Yes. 
there's that parking lot next to there, and we used to go to pirate games, and we'd uh, we'd leave, we'd go sit by the car at that parking lot. It's, it, the lot's not there anymore because I think the science center is there, maybe. Yes, um, I know what lot you're talking okay, so, about. But we'd sit there, and we'd like hang out with all these people who just like pulled up and got out of their car, you know, like just grab a spot on the Jersey barrier, and you know, have some snacks. You know, finish, finish your pop that you brought to the game when you were allowed to do that. Crazy times we used to live in. Oh, man. I used to remember, I loved going to Pirates games where you could take a cooler with you. As long as it didn't have alcohol in it, they were okay. Yeah. Which was um, fine. Now it's like going with a bottle of water. It's like it's sealed. They're like, I don't care. Get rid of it. Yeah. Know? But um, fuck the nuttings. We'll talk about them later. But in the meantime, though, it's been... Uh, uh, we, we recorded two weeks ago. We took uh, the time off. So probably about ten days. Ten days or so. Yeah. Since, uh, it feels we re- like an eternity. It does, doesn't it? Like, like When you get in a rhythm, you're like, oh, we're going to record on Tuesday or Wednesday night. And you guys are going to hear us on Friday. And here we are again on a Tuesday night. Mm. Um, but we took like a whole week off. And it's like, wow. Yeah. You know. By the way, um, right there on the couch, that's your... A little uh, six-pack holder. Your little six-pack holder from two weeks ago. I found my one for cans. Well, well that's I was good. like, where's my one for bottles? I think I probably left it at Steve's. Yep, and you so, did. Yeah. And it's been sitting there. Stella laid on it for a day or two. Oh, I, you know what? The cats would love this. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> you know, my, my so. cat, uh, I, I actually have a, a scratch on my arm here today because uh, my cat was laying on a stack of magazines, and I thought it would be fun to, like, remove them from underneath him. One at a time, rather than grabbing all four at once. <laughs> and he, he was patient for the first three, but when I went for the fourth one, he he's just, like he wham. just cut me, man. He just let me have it <laughs> right before I left for the pool today, too. So, oh, pool, yeah. You've been hitting the pool. You been mm-hmm. more park? Been doing that. More park. Have you been to Dormont pool yet? Not this year, no. I haven't been to Dormont pool either. I'm one of those weird ones. I'm like public pools scare me. It's not that they scare me, it's like, alright, they kind of scare me. I'm like, eh, public pool, I don't know. Um, I do get into pools, usually they're private. Yeah. Well. Um, uh, the other thing is I'm fat, so public pools scare me. Um, but, no, I mean, you know, good times. Yeah. Pools are always awesome. Yeah, there's lots of mean little kids. Like I forgot how mean we were to each other at the pool. Well, yeah, you know, you sit there, you sit there now, and like you're you're pretending to read your magazine, but you're really just like listening to all the like seventh graders like rip on each other. Man, it's a jungle out there. Right on. Yeah, it, it does get better. Someday you'll grow up, and you know, if you're not such a bully that you get thrown in jail, you'll, <laughs> you'll get to have your own sports podcast. Right. Totally. So you know. Don't get kicked out of the pool for cursing. Well, you can curse on a podcast when you're a grown up. You can you fucking right can. Fuck them. You can curse whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, since the last time we recorded, I did play probably about five rounds of golf. Oh man! Yeah, you're I got really doing it. I got some in. Um, of course, I can walk to Mount Lebanon's nine hole, mm-hmm. which is awesome. I also played a course uh, called Victory Hills, which is down Elizabeth. Okay. Which is formerly known as um, Seven Springs Golf Club, huh. and the people that bought it 
last year changed the name of it to Victory Hills because they're like, I'm sick of getting calls for Seven Springs Resort. Yeah, I bet you he picks up the phone like every day. And yeah. Like, Fuck you, nutting. Yeah, right. Put uh, some money on the Pirates. Sell the Alpine Slide and get us some relievers. That'd be awesome because we need some relievers. Yeah, but the Alpine Slide, though. Uh, the Alpine Slide's fun in the summer. I yeah. mean, you know. Um, but, yeah, so I played Victory Hills. Um, I played Aubrey Stubbs Dread, which is up off 422 in Butler. Wow. Um, I played Mount Lebanon for 27 holes. So I played 18 one day and 9 one day. And then I played Scenic Valley uh, one day. Nice. Um, so I got some golfing. Um, I have a tan line, which which cracks people up because I, you know, people are like, oh, you, you, you know. You get out in some sun. I'm like, yeah, I get out in some sun, and I have the farmer stand. You got the, yeah. I, have, I have the golfer farmer stand. Mm-hmm. You know, so elbows down to the hands are tan, except for one hand. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. See the glove hand. You need so, to get like a mini tanning booth that's like just the size of your like. Just, your yeah, glove hand. Uh, I'm just gonna go to the tan booth and put my hand in. Just the like glove when you, you just put it on the bar, and when you're slow at work, just like stick your left hand in the little. Little window. I could do that. Like a little easy bake oven for your hand. <laughs> It'd be a good time. It's a good idea. Uh, but now, I, I, so I, Fourth uh, of July, Amanda and I just chilled, relaxed. We cooked some burgers. Um, you know, had some booze, sat on the porch, smoked cigar. We're Great all good. Day. I was really tempted to, to get my cigar for the fourth, but figured with working, it wouldn't be as much fun. I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna say, I'm gonna save it for sometime this weekend when. When I got nothing else going on. I actually might have a day off. You have a day off this weekend, so we might just have Maybe. to... I, I'm pretty stacked, though. I got... Well, we'll figure this yeah, we'll out figure after out. this podcast on, yeah, like... You don't... You know, you all don't need to be privy to our plans. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, though, uh, the Riverhounds had a couple games. So... Yeah, I watched uh, I watched a little bit on Sunday. I did it was not... It nice to have a 1 o'clock kickoff on a Sunday. Right? To get excited about. Exactly. Um, they were on the uh, W. Were they on the CW? The CW. Yeah, it was on. Yeah. It's all streaming on the app. So I just yeah, you I just you straight stream on the yeah. app. But I, I believe they were on the CW on Sunday. I got to see, I think, the first half before I went to work. Mm. So um, there was no scoring in the first half of that Sunday game. It was nah. The second half, yeah, one nil was where they got the goal, and it was mm. one nil. But previously. Um, to that on July fourth, the Riverhounds won um, two to nothing, uh, so two nil. Uh, there Crazy. was a very long weather delay, very like long three hours. Delay. Yeah, three hours for lightning. Um, the, the deal was supposed to be watch a soccer game and then like hang out for a half hour and see fireworks. Exactly. Turned out they waited three hours. They saw the fireworks. Saw the fireworks. And then let's, let's start the second. The game half didn't of the game. start until like a half hour after the fireworks were over. Well, um, no, no. It was the second half. Oh, yeah, right. They st- yeah, they, yeah. So they played about they 17 played, minutes. Yeah, they and played. Then there was lightning. They so played, they I think, I think off. it was like 20-some minutes or 30 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they pulled everybody off and went through, went through, went through. Then they did fireworks. And I'm like, okay. And then after that, they, they finished. So they definitely gave you, like, you know, a solid night of entertainment um, if you were there. And if you were like me sitting at home... You know what, um, and I was off July 4th, and I literally tried to find the Riverhounds game online, and on 
whatever apps I have on the Apple TV and so forth. Mm-hmm. Like, let me watch this game. And I talked to Amanda, and I'm like, you know what? We should just go down to the fucking Riverhounds game. She's like, no. She's like, it's supposed to like storm, mm-hmm. you know. And everybody's downtown. There's fireworks, and the trolley's gonna be full. The blue line ain't even fixed yet. The blue line, well, it was. It is. Fixed. It'll get you here. But yeah, yeah, yeah. All the way to the end of the yep, line now. It does. Well, oh, I don't know that it goes to the library. I guess it, it doesn't matter for you. It get, but... Yeah, it doesn't matter for me, but uh, it goes to town and back. Okay, well, from my house. I yeah. don't think I don't know if it goes all the way to the end, but I'm not worried about all the way in because I don't live there. So. Well. Um, and she's like, nah, we're just going to hang here. I'm like, okay. Should have went down because it would have been a great time to see a 2 0 win uh, on 4th of July. And you know, they have the best defense in the league. Or at least in this con- in, in like the East. Um, fewest goals allowed at home, fewest goals allowed on the road. They do have that. Um, in also. Yeah, they're in second place. They have uh, 34 matches played, 21 goals for, 7 against, which is kind of unheard of. Yeah. Isn't it? Fewer, yeah. It's, uh, uh, and they have 34. It's like one goal every three games or something, or four games. Something like that. And they have yeah. 34 points uh, total. The third place team is Louisville, and they have 29 points total. Uh, but the uh, Hounds are behind... Um, Football club is Cincy, uh, only by one point in the standings. Like, F- and don't F- we have a game in hand on them still? I think so. So, and FC Cincy has thirty-five points. We have thirty-four. Yeah, so that's great. And um, the problem is, we need to score more goals. Well, the Riverhounds need to score more goals for when it comes time for that playoff deal. Yeah, right. But they've got two games in a row right now mm-hmm. where they won because they scored goals and didn't give up any goals. I choose to focus on, here's a Pittsburgh team that plays great defense. You know? One of two. If you can get behind that. One of two. I mean, the Pirates defend themselves. No, no, no. The Pirates don't play great defense. No. <laughs> they defend themselves from yeah. scoring. Yeah. The Steelers and the Riverhounds play great defense. Mm. You know? The Steelers have not been, you know, the best Steeler defenses in recent years. Oh, of course not. They have not been. But if you're if you're a Steeler fan and you like, you know, the shut them down like solid defense, you believe that defense wins championships and that, you know, good play starts from the back. Well, you know what? The Riverhounds are a very typical Pittsburgh team. Yeah, they're getting it done. Um, the only problem is is they're 21 goals for. Mm-hmm. They've had a lot of nil nil ties. Um, they have two losses. Yeah. Um, their goals for. Is only twenty one, where Cincinnati has like thirty seven. Yeah. So in the playoff aspect, that's going to hurt them for seeding. It might. Um, it might not. I mean, it only comes into effect if there's a tie. Um, you know, if, if if it really matters that much, like with the playoffs involved, like it doesn't make as much of a difference. Like you, you might even end up, uh, you know. Getting like a team that's less hot as a result of that, you know. It, 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 you kind of you got to see what teams are looking like going in. You know, it's it's just like in the NHL and the NBA. Like you might want a jockey, you might you might want to tank a game so that you draw a first round playoff matchup with a team that's like maybe limping into the playoffs, like backing into the postseason a little bit. 
Um, it's still way too early to say. Like the, the defense thing is remarkable, and I'm going to focus on that until they start stringing together losses. Right, and then it's time to panic about like the lack of offense. But I mean, one nil, two nil. You know, that's just as valuable as a four to three or a four See, to one. And I'm not a soccer fan. Uh, by all means, but I've been watching the Riverhounds and following them. Uh, of course, it's, we've been doing this podcast, but mm-hmm. it's something you know for the city to be excited about. It should. I be. mean, the USL is one step below M- MLS, right? So, yeah, we're still a minor league team or a minor league whatever. Yeah, but it's so exciting. I mean, shit. Yeah. I just um I do I do wonder if Pittsburgh people will ever really get behind something that's like, you know, quote unquote minor league. Um you know, if the Pittsburgh people can get behind the Pittsburgh passion, the women's football league. Yeah, but a, that's the the top women's league. Right. And are people really that behind the passion? I mean, uh you know, they were they used, they're they're very good. I mean, they're very good. They win their league somewhat um, routinely. Yeah, pretty much almost every other year. So, hours, but apples and oranges. Yeah, I mean, people have options when it comes to soccer. Like they do. You can watch English soccer. You can watch Spanish soccer. You can watch French, Italian. If you've got the good cable, speaking you've got of the, MLS that you can watch. Well, speaking of the French and the Italians and soccer in general. What the French do this uh, weekend past in the World Cup, which France, is France pretty today. much um, set themselves up to no, it's go t- all the way. It's Tuesday. We're recording this. Yeah, France yeah. Beat, France beat Belgium. Um, I picked Belgium to go all the way. So oh, I was, so, I was disappointed. So, you, so your bracket's a little messed up. My bracket's a little messed up right now. Um. France has the youngest team in in the World Cup, except for Nigeria, who didn't make the make it out of the knockout round. But I mean, Fran- France has got a bunch of like nineteen, twenty, twenty one year olds. Um, they don't play like as I mean they're they're playing a pretty like counter attacking style today. Uh, Belgium was poor in everything they had at it. France France's keeper um, Hugo Lloris. Made some amazing saves in the first half. Um, if if even like one of those shots had gone in for Belgium in the first half, it might have been a completely different ball game. Uh, you know they, they're talking about this being the golden age of of Belgium. Uh, they hadn't lost an international match for twenty four consecutive games before today. Um, twenty four consecutive matches. Twenty four matches, including like four international. Yeah, so like. You know, friendlies and World Cup qualifiers and maybe even some, like, Euro... I don't know. But, yeah, 24 games for Belgium where they would either win or tie Wow! before today. Wow. Their, their first loss in a couple of years, basically. That's um, so that's a big deal. Pretty big. And then on um, tomorrow, Wednesday, you won't hear this until Friday, so you'll know the result by now when you hear this, but it will be either England or Croatia. Okay. Take in on France in the final. And I'm not sure how to feel about it now that Belgium is out because everyone's kind of... So is Beckham going to come out of retirement? No, Beckham can't come out of retirement. He can't just like, hey, I'm here. Let me play. He's not on the list. 
Like, he's not even on the alternates <laughs> list. He's not on the list. He's not on the list. <laughs> but he's Beckham. Yeah. If he, like, walked into the stadium and was like, hey, I'm here. Um, I can give you, like, 15 solid minutes. No, he can't. No, he can't? No. So, so they have a list. I'm not sure he could give 15 solid minutes in the first place. Uh, I bet she'd give five to his wife. But, I mean, you know, I mean, but, okay, so we're, we're looking at England, Croatia, Mm -hmm. and the winner of that goes to play France in the final. Yeah. Which will be Sunday at 11. It should be Sunday at 11 for the whole bang and caboodle. Yeah. And England, of course, um... What was it, 66 was the last time they won the World Cup? What was, uh, France? France won in 98. When okay. they hosted it. When they hosted it. Alright, so, alright. Now, the U.S. hosted the World Cup in the 90s. 1994. Alright, because I remember being in Florida and seeing, like, signs like, World Cup Stadium here. Mm-hmm. I think they were, they played in the Citrus Bowl. Yeah. Outside Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um... But those signs were still up for years. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> so, because I was also in Florida. Nobody in like stole 98 or 99. Or, I don't know. You know. Um, so, all right. So, the U.S. hosted the World Cup in 94. France won the World Cup in 98. Right. Um, now, France has a bunch of, what, young gun guys on there. There's no big names that are playing for France that play in... Uh, the English League or the Spanish League or yeah, the Italian are. League. Oh, there are. Yeah. There are? Pogba, for France, plays for Manchester United. Okay. That's, um, a, that, that's a team I know. The goalie, Maurice, I believe, plays for Liverpool. That's a team um, I know. Anthony Martial plays for Manchester United. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of French. Like, Griezmann. No, Griezmann doesn't play in, in the Premier League. Um, who's the other guy? Oh, Olivier Giroud. Plays for Arsenal. Okay. Uh, he's a big one. Um, so, yeah, there's there's some English Premier League talent. Not as much as Belgium had, though, because they had, like, Lukaku, De Bruyne, Fellaini, um, Out of Barreled. See, and you're throwing names out there that oh, I have no clue who like, they are. Like, some, so. somebody was joking that, like, you know, like, everyone's saying, like, the, the English sort of, like, slogan they have is, football's coming home. It's coming home. Right. It's the... It's funny, they started as a joke, because, like, they just have this, like, oh, we're, we're gonna suck again this year attitude, and they kept winning, and now it's like, wow, like, people were really starting to get on board and saying, like, oh, football's coming home. But, like, one of the jokes I saw on Twitter was that, like, if Belgium wins, it's kind of like it's coming home anyway, that's how many, like, stars from the Premier League play for that Belgium team. Um, but you know what, like, France, like, Paul Pogba was on the cover of ESPN Magazine's World Cup preview. Okay. Which I got to my house because I I don't know why they send me ESPN the magazine. I didn't order it. I don't pay for it. Hey. I don't read it. Let them keep sending it. But it keeps coming. And I keep recycling it. Like, usually untouched. Um, So, yeah, like, France is cool. Like, I was, you know, I kind of had my heart set on Belgium-England for the final. France-England final will be kind of funny. But I I have a bad feeling that France would beat England. And that would be very, very hard for people to digest. So what seed was France? Are they like a five seed? They don't have five seeds. The way they do it is there's like the groups, the groups, yeah, and then, and then there's like out. one, two, three, and four. Like everybody goes into a pot right. based on where they qualify. Um, I believe France qualified with the ones, 
Okay. So they would be drawn first into the group, and they wouldn't have to face any other team that qualified in, in that like top tier. See, and this is why I have on notes here. It's like World Cup. Matt has this. Got like, I defer to you because but this I have so no sad. clue on how this gets set up. This so. was so sad about the World Cup almost being over. You know. Well, yeah, because we we can't talk about. We've we've only got two more games to focus on, and by the time people hear this, there's only going to be one game. Right. And I just sincerely hope that. If you did nothing else World Cup related this year, like that you at least watched the Belgium Japan game mm. where Japan was up two 0 and Belgium came back from And won. In like the last ten well, minutes. Well there was, was that oh wait, the game that I tweeted about because I was at work and it happened and it was a France game. And then you hit me back mm. uh, you hit Bold Sports back mm. on Twitter and was like, Yeah, they were coming at the whole time mm. which was the France game and France came back from three 0 down. Yeah. And they just kept coming and coming, and it was just like goal, 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 mm. and and who were they even playing at that point? Um, um, that was that was that was out of the that was out of their group. It was they the were last into game the, of the group. They were in, it was the last game of the group, yeah. or they were it was the quarterfinals, one of the two. No, oh man. It was the game where, where Mbappe ran, like, 90 yes. yards. Yes. And you yes. could, like, like he actually, you know, like, turbo button looks on, like, Madden? Uh, yeah. You know, and you're kind of like, uh, I mean, guys don't really run 10 yards in one stride. Well, he did. But it's a video game. Well, because, you know. No, this I, dude went on a video yeah. game run. And, and I was watching. He didn't score the hat trick that game. He scored two goals that game. But he drew the penalty. So. So he would he could give him credit for like two and a half goals. So I watched the second half of the game at work. Um, I went into work because that was an early game, and I went to work at ten a.m. and I set up the bar and everything, mm. and we had it on TV. And I'm like, all right, I'm done setting the bar. I'm gonna cut fruit, so I'm cutting fruit. Mm. And I'm like watching the game on the team. Like, wow, wow. And I watched him run the whole field. Mm-hmm. You know, dribbling the ball in and out. And pass it over, pass it back, pass it over, pass it back, and scored. Mm. I was like, holy shit. And France came back. It was like, they, they scored three goals in probably about 15 minutes. Yeah. Which is almost unheard of in soccer. The last time I saw... When it happens, it's pretty great. When I The last time I saw something like that was the Women's World Cup. Mm. Was that two years Carly ago? Lloyd. Where USA had like three goals in the first like seven minutes of the game. Yeah. And they won yeah. three to one or something. No, yeah, it was more than that. Like, well, it was more than that. Obviously, I mean, that was I, the, that 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 goes down in the annals as the Carly Lloyd game. Okay, but so she's she scored the first goal and like she was she scored that like looper from like midfield. Oh yeah, she was like just floating that game. You know, best best performance that I've seen by an individual in like any soccer game ever. Um, but you know what, like tomorrow I'm going to watch England. Um, England, I'm, I'm, I'm torn, man. Like I'm not, I'm not supposed to care about England, you know? Right. I mean, so many people, like they, they really are kind of like, they, they, they never play to the level that their like pride would justify. And like, this might be the year that they finally like you know, provide a return on the fans' investment that so, actually, like, makes it worth their So, penalty. I have to go with myself. I'm going with France. 
Mm. Because um, I'm Irish and German, mm. a smidget of Welsh, mm. and a smidget of, of French. Yeah. So the only thing French about me is my last name, and I and your and your love of gastronomy, and I stay dark, and your love of wine, and my love of wine. But yeah, I stay dark year round. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I get tan in June, and I'm still as tan as I am in, like, December, but mm. whatever. Um, I'm pretty much, I think, I think 22% French, mm. so, okay. yeah. So you're going France? I'm going France. Uh, well, I'm rooting for England if they get back Croatia, but if Croatia wins, like, I'm rooting for Croatia, because they're the big underdog still. And Croatia has some sexy women. They do? So. <laughs> On the team? <laughs> Uh, not on the team, but I mean in general. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> obviously, we're talking about men's soccer. So I mean, when, you, when no... they when they pan the English crowds, it's always like just bald dudes with yeah. like neck tats. Yeah. But okay, so yeah, yeah, keep keep an eye out for that if if Croatia makes it. Um, big, you know, really impressive run for them. Uh, they they just work hard. Like they might not have the names. Of, like, the players who are still in it for France or England. But, like, those guys for Croatia, like, they just don't quit. Alright, so if England ends up winning this mm. and goes on and plays France. England-France, that's going to be a huge, huge game. Yeah. Because England and France, soccer, those countries are right next to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, across the channel. Yeah. Or, or, or the channel. The channel. You know. Hop on the uh, star. And of course, you could also take the Eurostar to Brussels. Yes, you can. So, you know, if Belgium had won, we'd, we'd be having the same chat. So, this is going to be... If England beats Croatia and England-France, this is a big, big match. Yeah. This is well, going to be... World Cup final. This is the World Cup final. Well, yeah, in terms of, like, history. And, and the United States were like, ah, fuck you, soccer. Um, but it's like, in Europe, this is like... I might cut you at a bar if you walk in wearing a France jersey and I'm wearing an England jersey. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, no... Well, okay, when I was in England in 2003... Okay. Alright, that, that was a period of sort of, like, not great relations between um, our President Bush at the time and okay. the French President Jacques Chirac. Yes. Um, there was a lot of, like, you know, that was during, like, the whole Freedom Fries era. When, like, Americans didn't want to touch anything French, right? Um, I thought we had a pretty good lockdown on, like, Francophobia here in this country. And then I got to England, and just talking to, like, just normal everyday people, I was like, man, like, you you people, like, you got the Francophobia on lock. So, like, nobody hates the French better than the British do. It's, like, the only thing they're better at than drinking, probably. Is, well, is, like, Francophobia. Well, but then again, the British only like the Scotch because they make Scotch. So, yeah. So, every time I talk to a British person, and I've met several over the years, especially as a bartender, they're like, the only reason we haven't blown them off the map is because of this liquid right here. Oh. Um, so. Eh. <laughs> but, so. There's the, a little bit, there's a little thing called North Sea Oil. 
Yeah, that and also might have a little something to do with minor that. Minor details. And that's a whole other topic. It's like for... me saying the only reason I let Texas stay in the Union is because of Shinerbach. I mean, <laughs> and then I'm going to like, how am I going to run my lawnmower? I know, right? <laughs> um, so, this weekend, uh, when you hear this podcast, the uh, English... Uh, who are they playing? Shit. England's playing Croatia. Croatia. England, Croatia. In like game, 12 hours the, from now. The game will recording. be over. They'll be playing the final this weekend. Hopefully, after you hear this podcast, when yeah. they play the French. Um, so, French versus England or Croatia in the World Cup final. Uh, I personally, just based on uh, my mutt-ish... Since I'm a mutt, I have a little bit of French in me. Yeah. I'm going to go French. So, I'm going to well, go with that. They did give us the Statue of Liberty. It was a gift. It was Great. a gift. It was a gift. And that's cool, but I can't I can't root for a team that I've already seen yeah. win one. Especially when they only have this thing every four years. And like, I don't, even, I don't even like rooting for Alabama in college <laughs> football because I've seen them win a championship before, you know. Like, I've seen Penn State win one, and that's plenty, and I don't need to see it happen again, you know? And I've seen France win exactly one World Cup, and I'm good. Yeah, I'm I mean, ready for I mean, someone I mean, new. I've seen Penn State win two championships. Well, I wasn't paying attention the one time, so... Well, you were also two. Or no, right. one, but... Yeah, well, it happened. <laughs> yeah, it I was happened. alive. I'm yeah. sure it was on in my house. It was. Uh, but at that point... We're going to go ahead and take a break right now, and we're going to come back and talk a little PGA Tour, and then go into some hockey and everything else. So, listen to uh, what our friends at Sorgatron Media in Beachview have going on, because you know what? Sorgatron Media carries this podcast. They probably didn't even take a week off like we did. Yeah, they didn't. Have a good time listening to Sorgatron Media. We'll be right back. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, folks, and we are back. Uh, after this message from our friends at Sorgatron Media. So, uh, PGA Tour, uh, Kevin Na won the Green Bar. Saw that. Uh, which was in West Virginia. This past weekend, he uh, was minus 19 for the tournament and, uh, you know, had a great time. He was five strokes ahead of the uh, next uh, finishers. Uh, this week is a John Deere Classic. It's not really that big of a tournament. Um, you would think, with the amount of grass that's on a golf course, that the John Deere Classic would be a bigger deal. Right? You would think. Uh, problem is, it was, it's the week before the Open. Okay. So, a lot of the guys are practicing um, on links courses and so forth yeah, here in the coast, U.S. coastal kind of or Or have already went to Europe. That's the best way to do it. And they're already in Europe and they're playing. Get your, body, get your body accustomed to that scorching English heat that they're having this uh, summer. Dude, the weather in Europe 
You think the weather in Pittsburgh's fucked up? Yeah. The weather in Europe's really fucked it's up. It's very reminiscent um, of the 2003 when I was over there. Yeah. They had, they had a heat wave. They, I mean, it still rained occasionally, but it was not like foggy London town, like like the, the stereotype, you know? Meanwhile, here in Pittsburgh, like, we had one of the rainiest summers up until this summer, I'm sure. Um, yeah. You know, and it's it's a lot like that now. But you never know. I mean, where where is the Open this year? Um, I have that written down. Um, coming to a... Barbasol. Oh wait, no, that's... no, <laughs> no. That's that's the Carnoustie. Being... It's at Carnoustie, Carnoustie. Which I believe it's in Scotland. It is in Scotland. So it's a little more north. It's no. going to be a little cooler um, regardless of whether it, or not it's the Carmital Lynx Parade. Is the course? Um, now you were reading Barbasol. Uh, which is it also was the only word that was spell checked in that whole paragraph. I just assumed pretty that, much. that was the name. I don't believe that it didn't. What it, Carnoustie is is Carnoustie not running afoul of the spell checker, uh, but Barbasol is. is. Give me a break. It is um, Barbasol is a popular brand of shaving cream. Correct. People, it is used by men and women. You are correct there too, because my girl has used Barbasol before. I don't own shaving cream, but if I did. I bet she would use some of it occasionally. Um, but no, we have the John Deere Classic this week. Um, that tournament uh, going on. And then next weekend is the Barbasol Championship at Keenan Trace Country Club in Central Kentucky. Now, also, the thing is, is this is coincide with the Open Championship. Mm. Um, so, I guess whoever didn't get invited to the Open Championship or whoever didn't make it, it's going to play the Barbasol Championship because you know what? The Barbasol Championship is still paying $3.5 million hey, purse. that's good. So, You hey, don't win $3.5 million for winning the NIT, do you? you? Well, the school does. The players don't. Well, I, um, I don't I, – I'd be – does the school really get $3.5 million for winning the NIT? I don't know what that I breakdown don't, is. I don't believe that. Um, but so I, I need to learn more about that. But right, um, but, but three point five million is the total purse for for a so I'm a assuming, tournament. That's so I'm assuming that the Barbasol Championship, the winner is probably going to get at least one million, and the rest of the three point five is split up between everybody else. Not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad. Uh, but that is the same weekend as the Open uh, over in Europe. Mm. Uh, so you know what. Do you know what makes me happy about the Open? Morning golf? <laughs> Wake up, watch golf, go yeah. to work? No, 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 no. Come home from work. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, come home. For you, too. Yeah, no, no, no you're come, right. Yeah. Come, you don't have, have, they will have, like, the pregame show on. You, you don't have to come home from work. You work at home. I work at home. So you can, like, walk I, out I, of your I, office. I center myself. Yes. I. You, you can I, walk out I of your office to your living room and get a beer on the way and go into your living room out of your mm-hmm. office and watch golf. Mm-hmm. Don't forget I, feed the cats, but yes. No, feed the cats. You uh, don't get to watch golf in peace if you don't I feed come, the cats. I come home from work at between 2 and 3 a.m., and I turn on ESPN because ESPN carries the Open. Mm-hmm. And I turn on ESPN and I'm like, oh, it's the Open. So it's like I'm watching Mickelson. They're like 8.15 tea time. I'm like, it's 2 a.m. in the morning. You know, I'm like, uh, that's my six-hour difference. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so that's the good thing about the Open is 
guys like us can watch it live. Yeah. Um, My morning where... sports routine this this summer has not lost a step. Like, Premier League ended. I, I had, like, a couple weeks off where I was like, what do I do with myself when I wake up on a Saturday? You know, and then it went right into World Cup. Mm-hmm. Tour de France is now going on. Wimbledon's going on. When the World Cup ends, the, the Open begins. And after another couple weeks, the Premier League's going to be back on. Yes. So I'm always I'm always down for some AM sports. You know, and that's when I have time to sit on the couch and watch TV. Not well, at night like everyone else, you know. Well, AM sports, we'll talk about that here in a minute uh, as well. Uh, probably after What happened with Mickelson? Did he cheat again? What do you mean? In that tournament on, on Sunday, I was... I was watching Sports Center at a bar with the sound off, and it, and they had like some captions because I guess Phil was like talking to his caddy about how he knows he has to take another penalty for something. Oh, is he doing something again? No, he um. Did he hit the clown with his putter again? <laughs> no, he actually had to take a drop. Okay. Um, out of a hazard, mm. and so so his first ball uh, went out of bounds. Okay. And then he hit his second ball. Which was playable, and then so off the tee, he's hitting two, um, and then when he got up to his ball, it was in a red staked area. Mm. But he had to move that ball, which made him hitting four instead of hitting two. So just staked off because someone was trying to build a damn fire pit, right? Now. Yeah, you know, no, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm like, I'm starting to like this new like. If he owned the rules, Phil. If he just if he just pay his taxes, like he could cheat at as much golf as he wants. You know to, what? I think people would like him better. You know what? He's Phil fucking Mickelson. He can do whatever he wants to do. Yeah, you know. So people loved him for a long time because he never won a major, and then and he won. He a won major. And, well, he won three fucking. Well, he won three majors, but like the first time he won a major, he won three green jackets. The, the, the Masters on Easter Sunday. Oh, that was a great Masters. Especially when he bent that ball around that tree out of the pine needles. That was phenomenal. I was supposed to meet my, at the time I was dating someone, and I was supposed to meet her mom that, that <laughs> Easter. You're like, can't watch some can't, guy. You've never um, heard of him. I'll see Granted. you. Uh, hey, hey uh, I'm going to be late right now. I'm yeah. going to see you about 7 o'clock. Are they going to have the Masters on at Chiefs? Well, then I'm not going <laughs> to Chiefs to meet your mom at Chiefs. Right? I don't even know where Chiefs is. You know so where Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Most people probably don't go to meet their girlfriend's mom at Chiefs. Where was Chiefs at? It's it's on, you know where Craig Street Distributor is? Yeah. Right next to there. Oh, shit. Yeah. In Oakland? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It's shit. not really a golf bar. Not, not. <laughs> There's not so many golf bars in Pittsburgh. I, well, you work at one, and I work at well, one. Well, hey, I mean, I'm coming into working at one. You're just you're just saying that, though. It's like, listen, there's not, you really don't have options if you want to go to a golf bar. Yeah, you, know? you don't, really. If you want to, like, get some good drinks at a fair price, and, like, I'm served to you by a bartender who knows a lot about golf, you know, you're come, niche. Yeah, you come see me. Yeah. There you go. Um, so how about... Um, Pens. Speaking of golf. I know, right? Speaking of golf, the Penguins. They're, doing. they're playing golf right they're now. They're allowed. All the hockey teams are playing golf right now. So yeah. it's not funny to make fun of the Penguins for playing golf anymore. Because if I was the Capitals, I'd be playing golf too. 
And exactly. I'd be taking the cup on the course, like Phil Mickelson, or I'm sorry, Phil. My other favorite Phil. Yeah, Phil, Phil Kessel. I need hot dogs out of don't, it. Don't, no, don't eat hot dogs out of it. No, get your own thing. Get your own thing. You know? Eat a, like, like a Ben's Chili half smoke out of it. Since Dude, Ben's Chili Bowl is fucking amazing. <laughs> if you've ever been to D.C., That's say, folks, you can't eat, you can't do, the, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, like, you know, don't bite off Phil. Fill the cup with, like, Buffalo Ranch dip from the Green Turtle. <laughs> yes. In, um, in the way of regional cuisine. Jesus Christ. Stuff's so good. So, the Penguins, um, guess who they brought back? One-year deal. I'm pissed. I got so mad. Okay. One-year deal. He's your dad. He's my dad. He's everyone's dad. Matt Cullen. Matt Cullen. Coming back to the Penguins. Uh, one-year deal, um, veteran league minimum, uh, at 920000 If they win the cup uh, this year with Matt Cullen in the fold... Just, he needs to retire. And huh. I, I'm not saying he needs to retire, because he's not bad. Out. He's a great... He, yeah. It'd be a great way to go out. He's not a bad player. He's a great player. He's He'll, he'll be 41 when the puck drops opening day. Cool. Um, that's um, a year older than me. And two years older than you, number yeah. wise, number wise. So still not as old as what Chelios when he hung him up. Um, Chelios was older than that. And Gordy Howe, I mean, Gordy Howe is sixty three. Was kind of more of a stunt. Gordy Howe is sixty three. Yeah, but I just was... gotta say, like, I'm gonna be pissed if we win the Stanley Cup next year, and Matt Cullen is like pivotal. Because like if he had you know just what? if he had they just come back at the trade deadline last year last year exactly. then we could have won three in a row. Yeah, they they were talking I'd about bringing Matt rather Cullen. don't bring him back. They were talking about bringing Matt Cullen back last year and at the trade deadline and everything else like that. I um, Shiloh and I went to the Pens game. Shiloh was like, "Hey Steve, I got uh, tickets near Captain Morgan's club. Uh, mm-hmm. You take me to a lot of games. You want to go?" I'm like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I want to go." So, Shallow and I go to the game, and it happened to be the Minnesota Wild game. And they came back, and uh, Matt Call was there, and it was his first game back in Pittsburgh. And they gave him the whole, like, you know, uh, scoreboard finale plays, this, that, your thing. Him hosting the Cup twice and all that. You know, I'm like, I'd love to see him come back. Yeah. Well, he's coming back. Uh, I don't think it's a bad move. They got a good price on him. Yeah, you know he's gonna That's be forty. Key. He's gonna be forty-one years old. He can play center. He can play center, which is what they need. He could be a fourth-line center. That's and he's a, he's a solid fourth-line. He's, he's happy to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, even ten years ago, he would have been happy to do. You it. know what? That's the kind of player he is, and that's the kind of person he is. Um, hey, Matt, I, I got nothing wrong with that. Matt, I'm, you're thirty-eight years old. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start you a fourth line center for the Penguins, How, and I'm going to give you nine hundred eighty thousand a year. How do you feel? I feel great. Awesome. Until like my first game when I'm exposed as a fraud. Right, but honestly, you can't play hockey at that level. I but, guess I'll just have to be like really friendly yeah. to Mark Madden, so he like won't call me out for my shittiness. Uh, well, he'll call everybody out. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying, um, like the only way the only way you could even get by. Is for like the media to not notice how bad you are. Like if you're talking, you're talking to me here. Matt Cullen is not me. Like you're, you're saying, like how happy would you be 
if like you got $980,000 to play fourth line center for the Penguins. And I would say, actually not that happy when you factor in the anxiety and shame and embarrassment. Well, that that here's the thing. Hey, Steve, I'm going to give you $980,000 to uh, be a relief pitcher for the Kansas City Royals in 1997. Okay. Um, minor league team, double A. Yeah. I'm stoked. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, never saw $980,000, by the way. But, uh, you know, just, I'm stoked. I get to play a kid's game, and you're going to pay me for it? Awesome. Awesome. Um, Hockey-wise, now Steve's fucking 40 years old and is like, you want to give me $900,000 to do anything? No. <laughs> mm. I will take it and enjoy it, and I'm going to get exposed. The only way I'd get $900,000 for doing anything at this point? Selling drugs. No. I don't think I could do that. I don't think I no, could pull that No, out. no, you can't do that either. No, I just have to buy the right amount of life insurance and then die, basically. And then you don't see any of it. But, I mean, it's, you know... I'm just saying, like, the only the only way I'm worth $900,000 to anyone is if I've, like, invested a bunch of money of my own into some sort of vehicle that, like, gives you a return. Like, my own personal skill, I mean, shit. It's not even worth a fraction of that. Well, No one who works in my field makes even close to that. Well, besides Matt Cullen coming back to the Penguins, which is a... Minimal signing to the Penguins. Uh, the big sign the Penguins made for agency was Jack Johnson, and yes. and not not Jack Johnson from the West Coast, not the singer, not the singer, not Bubble Toes, not Bubble Toes. Oh, man. Um, you sure they're not the same person? Not friends with G Love. Did Jack you see Johnson. that Bill Peduto tweet? <laughs> I did. Kind of hilarious. Um, I made uh, a tweet to. Um, America's funniest mayor, Bill Peduto. No, I, I, uh, so so Andy, who is the head brewer at Hitchhiker, made a tweet about Jack Johnson mm-hmm. coming to Penguins and so forth, and I made a rebuttal tweet uh, that said something along the lines of, "Huh, Jack Johnson come to Penguins? Now only if they can get G Love to play mm-hmm. the other side. Oh, that'd be great. Um, yeah." That'd be a Donovan Frankenreiter in the middle. That'd be a, <laughs> you know, that'd be a, that'd be a great game and also an awesome concert. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, if you the do not know who is now a smoker friendly venue, right now, uh, <laughs> if you folks do not know who Jack Johnson, the um, musical artist, is or G Love, the musical artist, is, hopefully you go and Google them mm-hmm. and download their music because it's amazing. Um, but Jack Johnson, the defenseman from Columbus Blue Jackets, uh, is coming to the Penguins. Yeah. Uh, which kind of fills a hole um, on the third line, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so third D pairing. Yeah. And here's 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 where everybody's saying, like, oh, Jack Johnson sucks. He's, like, washed up. Like, you know, he came into the league. He was supposed to be, like, a He came superstar. to the league with Crosby. Yeah. Crosby and him were high school teammates. Right. Crosby and him went to the draft together. They both got drafted first round. Crosby, of course, we know what happened. He's a penguin. We know what happened with Crosby. Jack Johnson, first round draft pick of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Well, we kind of know what happened. Mm-hmm. But he spent his whole time in Columbus. He hasn't bounced around. Yeah. This is his first time leaving Columbus as a professional player. 
Oh, man. Leaving Columbus is going to... It's going to mess with him. It's three and a half hours away. Mm. I mean, he can still go back and hook up with those chicks later. But, I mean... Um, He's not going to miss Columbus. He's not going to miss Columbus at all. It's a better organization he's coming to here. In he's Pittsburgh. coming to a great organization. Um, and we're, we're talking about his his pairing. So your first line pairing is Latang and um, Kunakal. Mm. Uh, your second line pairing is Mata and Shit. Schultz. Yeah, Schultz. So third line pairings would be Johnson and uh, Dumoulin. Dumoulin. Or would Dumoulin be on two? Dumoulin might be on two. It doesn't matter. Like the doesn't point ma- is exactly. It doesn't matter. It's better. It's better to have you know Jack Johnson with the pedigree as a third. As a, I I think so. And they're not paying him that much. Yeah, they're paying him two point three million. So the Pens still have. With their releases mm. and so forth, even signing Jack Johnson and signing Cullen, they still have like seven million to play with. Yeah, and they're talking about bringing in. Um, I just saw it the other day, uh, and now I forget. Uh, big name. He was a captain at um, Montreal. Um, it's escaping mm, me right now. I didn't see that one. Afraid I'm not as up on the NHL free agency. Well, the, the debate re- about Jack Johnson just made me want to mute everyone on Twitter. Well, yeah. Like, I, I get it that, you know, Rutherford's offseason last year wasn't stellar. No, it was know. not. But Niemi was a bust. Niemi and, was uh, a total bust. Brassard was... Not what they wanted him to be. Well, but Broussard's still going to be on the team. He's, he's going to be a third line center. But he definitely didn't, uh, you know, help us beat the Capitals. No, but he was injured. Yeah. You know, we got Broussard as an injured player. Which, yeah. Which kind of sucked. I don't know. I, I, still, I still give Jim Rutherford some leeway. Oh. He's won three Stanley Cups. He's won three Stanley Cups, two back-to-back. You know, here in Pittsburgh. He's made, he's made some very key pickups. Like, the Hagelin deal was... Rutherford's been here, what, four years? Yeah. This is his fourth year, and he's won two cups in four years. Yeah. Let the guy alone. You know, let him do his thing. Yeah, we're fine. Um, We're fine. There there are other teams that we want to, like, maybe, like, jab a little more. As long as the coach coach plays the players Mm -hmm. that Rutherford gives him and plays the players in place, we'll be good. We don't want to have another Disco Dan issue where... Hey, you got Morrow, Murray, and Aginla yeah. at the trade deadline. Here you go. Stanley Cup, written down on paper. Yeah, play and him then, where, where he's never been. And then, play him on the wrong you know, line. Let's play Murray on the fourth line, Morrow on the third line, and we'll play Aginla on the, on the left wing. Um, yeah. As long as, you know, Sullivan doesn't play the guy's... Where they shouldn't be, we'll be all right. Yeah, he he seems to know what he's doing. Oh, by the way, uh, while you're hearing this podcast, um, we're recording on this recording day. It's 87 days till puck drop for regular season. I mean, so there's that. Football starts before that. Oh, I know. 
and fo- uh, you know, football. So I had a friend of mine already watching, you know, post a thing online, him sitting on a porch, drinking a beer, and having a whiskey and a cigar with the um, fantasy football magazine. Oh yeah. He's like, it's that time of year. I'm like, fuck, it's like it is mid July. Camp starts soon. Yeah, camp starts soon. And we'll start talking about camp and whatnot. And um, I got a few emails to send out. We might be back in the studio for a live show. Oh, yeah? Um, here shortly. I, I got to send some emails out to see if we can get a couple people uh, to come in for a live show. Cool. So, uh, we're going to work on that. I, I got to send emails and get yeses and, and it's probably no's, but hopefully yeses. Well, so... You never know until you ask, right? Exactly. Um, you know, it's a lot of averages. One out of ten say yes. Yeah? You send ten emails, you're going to get one yes. Just put it out there, man. I will. Invite them up. Uh, speaking of the Steelers, uh, Supplementor Draft was this week. Okay. Um, Steelers to do shit on the Supplementor Draft. Um, supplemental draft, for those of you that don't know, is the um, guys that played in Canada last year, um, didn't get drafted this year, uh, and so forth, had workouts and whatever else. Steelers didn't do anything. They didn't even show up at the supplemental draft. Um, well, that's good, though. That means they're not – they don't have any holes they need to fill. They've, so got, they've got enough bodies in camp. They do. Yeah, they pretty much know who's going to make the team. They do. Um, So the only thing uh, going on with the Steelers right now is we're on July, what, 11th? It it is the 11th. Uh, The wee hours of the morning. Yeah, the 11th. So the 16th Mm -hmm. is the last day that they could have a deal done with Lev Bell. They're not going to. We know this. Yeah. We know this. Um... So, yeah, July 16th is the last day that they could have a deal done with Lev Bell um, before he decides to, yeah, I'm going to show up at camp and I'll be there the um, when camp's over and preseason games are over. Um, I'll show up on that Monday. There you go. So, uh, if you folks are looking to go to Stewart Camp to see Lev Bell and everything else, it's not going to happen. Don't do it. Yeah. 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 Uh, Besides, like, Route 30 is still kind of falling into the valley there. Well, they it? fixed it. Did they fix it? Yeah, it's, it's open now. Oh, good. It's open. I bet it's real nice then. It is. It's black pavement all the mm. way through for that Yeah, definitely go yards. to Latrobe. Drive that nice black pavement. Enjoy yourself. Still going to be all screwed up when you get to about Irwin. Because it always is. Um, it is. But, you know, that's uh, there, ain't, there ain't that many ways to get to Latrobe, folks. You are correct. Um, pretty much Route 30 or go to the Turnpike and get off a new stand. So, yeah. And, Which, know. like, when you're coming from here, almost the better way to go from the South Hills. Actually, from coming from the South Hills is 51 to 70. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To New Stanton. To New Stanton mm-hmm. and then in that way. But, um, but yeah, uh, so Lead Bell is pretty much going to be a holdout. Um, and he'll sign his tender. Because who's not going to sign for, what was it, 14.5? Or 17.5? Not 17. Next year. 14.5. This year, 14, yeah. 14.5. 
Who's not going to sign for $14.5 million? Shit, I would be the football. I would let you kick me in the balls for $14.5 million. Mm. Yeah, you know, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, who's not going to sign that shit? Come who's on. kicking? I would let you. The kicker. I would let you kick me in the balls. But not like J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt. I let J.J. Watt kick me in the balls. Okay. So the for fourteen point five like, million, but a, a professional kicker. Would you let? I him? would let Chris Ballswell okay. kick me in the balls for fourteen point five million. What about like an MMA guy? I would let Chuck Liddell, the Iceman, like grab my neck and like flip me over and like punch me until I black out for fourteen point five million. And you could get that if people like wanted to watch you fight. And no one does, because I'm a fucking skinny little white boy, and I play golf and poker and darts. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> just saying, man. Like, you know, like, just, just start training. Oh, yeah. Start training. You, you could be like the butterbean of the ultimate fighting. <laughs> That'd be great. Butterbean did ultimate fighting. You'd be the next butterbean. <laughs> I would be... You'd be the first Steve Fernald of Ultimate Fighting. Well, because there's no other one. Right. But Don't yes. try to be the next Butterbean. Be the first No. Team. No. Yeah. Uh, I'll go into the octagon and get my ass whooped. I'll be like, uh, all right, can I get like 200 grand? Thank you. Get my ass whooped. And it took me like 30 seconds. Just make Thank sure you. someone else takes the check because you'd be too disoriented. But don't they give you like that big obnoxious check? Yeah, and you'd lose it because you're too disoriented. <laughs> you know, or you'd, you'd, like, try to ride down the steps of, like, the arena. <laughs> Sitting on the escalator. You just lost. I got 200 grand. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, I lost. I don't care. Right. You know, um, that's what happens when we get old and we're like, uh, um. Dreams can still come true. And we're not even old. That's the no, best we're part. Not, we're not old. What are you talking about, man? I feel young. I know. But, uh, so, at this point, being the fact that we're old and shit, mm. we should go ahead and take a break. Cause, yeah. You know. Yeah, I need to go drink a glass of beet juice and take, take my little, like, you know, daily divider of pills. Alright, well, here's a message from our friends at Sorgatron Media, and we'll be right back at these messages. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. Hey, folks. We're back here at Bolt Sports. We're going to talk about our third segment here. We're going to talk about a little bit of Wimbledon first. Wimbledon. Wimbledon's more exciting than Pirates right now. I haven't watched a second um, Wimbledon, man. So, uh, the only reason I've been watching Wimbledon is because... My TV comes on at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the bedroom. Okay. And it's like pff, 6 a.m. Uh, it used to be Mike and Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's... Um, What's it called? Wake Up? Wake Up. Yeah, because I'm kind of a little poor. I'm not poor, but... Um, You're thrifty. Thrifty. You're making cuts. You're, I'm making you're cuts. Assessing your priorities. So I don't have ESPN news. You don't need it. I never watch it. I have it. But but that has Golic and Wingo. Which okay. I prefer Golic and Wingo, honestly. Yeah. I do. But all right. So I made some financial cuts in my cable package. Whatever. 
Um, I'm kind of upset about that right now. I'm going to undo those cuts here shortly. Um, but, so I have the wake up with, you know, you know uh, Mike Greenberg and Jalen Rose, and I don't know the check's name. But, the last week and a half, boom, tennis mm-hmm. in my face. Because you know what? England, mm-hmm. six hours. Yeah. Um, so that's been on. And I'm like, uh, fuck, I don't want to watch tennis. Let me switch to ESPN2 because they usually put like Sports Center or something else on ESPN2. Nope. No. ESPN2 is like, oh, Wimbledon. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. Oh, let me switch to ESPN News or ESPN whatever. Fuck. Don't have that in my cable package. <laughs> because I've been making some cuts. Yeah, so. Um, so I've had tennis. So you're days. the Wimbledon expert because I, I have not watched one game, one serve, one. Not like, one match, one not one fault. serve. Not I have one not fault. seen one let. Uh, no I ace. Not one ace, not uh, one forced error. Uh, so basically. And Wimbled- I like tennis. Um, I've just been a little preoccupied with the soccer. Well, because and when the soccer's well, when there's days you know, when there's not soccer, I tend to just like. Well, because soccer's been on the same time as tennis has been. Well, the tennis comes on way earlier. Uh, now that they're in the knockout rounds, like yeah, the yeah, earliest right. games were at like ten. Right. But it's just like you know when there's not soccer, it's like go get some freaking fresh air. You know. So so how about this, um, Serena Williams? She set out all last year. Right. She had a baby. Yeah. Um, good for her. Had Congrats. a very complicated, uh, delivery, like, almost uh, died from what I gathered. Well, I, I don't know about that. I mean, but. like, she, I mean, it wasn't, like, your typical, like, childbirth. Okay. So, I, I don't so she's know a world-class athlete who almost, like... I don't know anything about that. Well, You're coming on with that, so speak it's, about it, it. It makes it all the more impressive okay. that she's doing what she's doing. Because she, like, uh, she did not get to just like walk back into her number one ranking. Right. No, she did not. Um, so she sat out for like a year and a half, right? So she's back in. She's at the number 25 mm. in the world ranking. Yeah. She was playing um, the 13 ranking um, today. Mm-hmm. Um, beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Um, so... They're going to be into the semifinals? Uh, no, quarterfinals. Men's, men's quarters, I know, are tomorrow. So, so yeah. women's quarters, so women's quarters will be the day after. Um, Correct. Um, and the best part is, is Serena is still the dog. Yeah. Serena is still the dog because she's, uh, I mean, she's lower the lower ranking. She will never be the underdog. Well, but by ranking, by she's rankings, but I mean, what, I wonder what the odds makers have to say about um, that. So, Federer and Nadal. Are still the big names that are in the men's side, and Serena's the big name in the women's side. Uh, so Federer and Nadal are in the quarters um, going into the semis. Mm. So we can actually, and the way the bracket's set up mm. is we could actually see a Federer and Nadal final. Yeah. Man, uh, Federer dominates at Wimbledon. Um, Federer's first year at Wimbledon was 2003, which makes me feel so old because that was, the, that was the year I was over there. And I can't like, I mean, it, it's, it's funny to me to think back to a time in my life when nobody knew who Roger Federer was. 
You know, everyone, like, everyone knows who he is. Anyone who's even, like, heard of tennis or even turned on their TV to ESPN during the week that a major is, like, playing its, like, quarterfinal, final, semifinal. Right. Like, everyone's heard of Federer. Yeah. Like, it's been about 15 years since he first burst onto the scene in Wimbledon. And it's just, like, he's still doing it, you know? Like, he'll probably win it again. I mean, let's face it. Like, I hope May, he does. Nadal has his number on clay. But, like, no, I, I think I saw a stat yesterday on the crawl on ESPN that, like, Federer has won more matches has, has at Fe- Wimbledon than, like, any player has ever won. Has Federer won all four majors? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Serena's won all four. Yeah. Um... But I did watch the match. Serena did all four in like a row. I don't think Federer's ever done that. Right. It was the Serena Slam. Yeah. Which she didn't. And it wasn't in the same year, but it was like. Yeah, it's like the Tiger Slam. Yeah. Tiger won all four in a row, but not in the same calendar year. Because in tennis, it's like Australian Open is in like, well, it's our winter, but it's summer down there. And then they play the French Open in like June. And yeah. Then the so, no, 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 no. Serena won like Wimbledon, U.S. And then and she then wrapped and, it around. And then she run, wrapped it around and won Australian. Yeah. And then French. Um, so the Serena Slam okay. was all four, but not in the same calendar year. Um, Tiger Woods has won all four, not in the same calendar year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, for golf, but. Um, you know what? Tennis is one of the sports that you really need to be fit, mm-hmm. and you don't have to be muscular, but you have to be fit. You have to be quick, and there's a lot of eye-hand coordination going mm-hmm. on there. No, you can't just go up and whack the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, any anyone who's ever played tennis, like. Just for like shits and giggles on their like neighborhood oh, courts. Shit, I played. You know, you hit the ball as hard as you fucking can, and, and it goes of, out of the court. And it goes out of the court, out on the Banksville Road, Yo, or uh, into the pool, uh, depending uh, on which side you're facing when you're playing down <laughs> Dormont. So you were in Dormont Park. I went out a couple like last year. Me and Reynolds were like, "Hey, let's go like hit the tennis ball around," and it's more running than actual hitting. It is. It's like you hit it real hard. And then your friend's got to go chase it across, like, the three empty courts. You know. God so, forbid other, like, good players should show up and try to have, like, a, a competitive match while, like, you and I are on the court next to them. So I did watch... Uh, I, I, I can't say I watched. I woke up mm-hmm. at, like, 5 in the morning because I had to pee. Um, and there was a match on ESPN... Like 5 a.m. It was a Serena Williams match. Okay. And I woke up out of bed. I'm like, ah, fuck. Wow. Why am I awake? But I went pee. I came back. I lay in bed. And I'm watching the TV. And I'm like, ESPN. Oh, wait. I'm on ESPN. Cool. I'm like, oh, shit. Wimbledon's on. But it was a Serena Williams match. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So I watch it. And the announcer's like, you know, she's not as good as she was. You know, she had a baby, this, that, and everything. She's about 22 pounds over the weight she was. 
Her muscles aren't there, you know. But she's winning the match. Yeah. And she's winning the match, not by, like, barely. She's like, you know, uh, next point wins. Yeah. Match. It's like, why are you degrading her as announcers? Because of this, it's because like because they need still... something to talk. They need to make drama, you know. Um, I'm not sure if if Simona Hollop had been eliminated at that point that you were watching this match, but she's the number one, right in, in the in the rankings for women right now, and um, you know she got eliminated, so they they need to be able to like sell the drama. Like you can't just say like Serena's great. Don't watch. Because she's going to win every match. But, like, I wouldn't be surprised if she's at least in the final. Oh, you she's going to be She's gonna be in the final. And, like you said, like, the seeding is just, like, she had to be seated there because that was her ranking. It's not yeah. a reflection of her ability. It's just a reflection of the fact that she didn't play for a for year. A year. That's exactly. all that is. Well, like, Tiger Woods is under 100. Mm-hmm. In the ranking, in the world ranking, yeah. But to me, Tiger Woods is in the top ten. You know, has he won golf matches recently? No, but still, Tiger Woods is in the top ten mm. for me. I don't. You know, maybe maybe all time, like, but right now. Oh, if you give him Mount Rushmore, shit. Yeah, but you see Mount Rushmore up there with Jack and Arnie. Yeah, but... Maybe Curry Jones. All right, so currently, I still put him in the top ten. Mm. If you give me... You say, hey, Steve, pick ten golfers to win this tournament. I'll pick Tiger in the top ten. You know, uh, to win a tournament. I don't see that he's put up results to justify that, but you know more about golf than I do, so I'm going to defer to you on that. It happens. But... Serena is absolutely in the top. She oh oh three. she she's you know definitely the top three. Her world ranking is twenty five. Um, she is definitely putting on a show right now. Yeah. Um, Man, now I want to watch some tennis. Uh, if we stay up a little later. No, I'm gonna, I got to get some sleep, but I'm gonna <laughs> maybe, maybe watch for a couple hours before the soccer game tomorrow. Right. You know. So, uh, how about the NBA shit? NBA. Yeah, I know the NBA. Yeah. Basketball. Yeah, what's going on what's with What's going on with the NBA? You should know. Hold on. Oh, that, yeah. LeBron. That's old yeah. news, man. LeBron. We, well, did, well, we skipped a week. We skipped a week. So. So last week, the big story was LeBron going to the Lakers. Right. Um, we talked a lot about that in a couple podcasts in the, in the weeks between. And I thought he was going to go to Philly. I really wanted him to go to Philly. I didn't actually believe that that was going to happen. But he did. I don't know if he actually made the trip. But he at least had them on his dance card, so mm-hmm. to speak. Before he signed with the Lakers. He did. But the way he signed with the Lakers. The, uh, the rapidity with which he signed once free agency began. Kind of leads me to believe that you know he'd already made up his mind. Um, I, I think it's well on that aspect of it that he's like, yep, yeah, I'm not going to take my player option to stay with Cleveland. I'm going to test the free agent waters. Two days later, signs with the Lakers. 
152 million dollars for four years. Well, you know what? 152 million in four years. He makes more than that in endorsements. Yeah, well, I'm not worried about it. You know, uh, who's going to give him the best deal? We're not. We're not sitting here worried about like, is LeBron going to eat? Exactly. But in in terms of, yeah, like it does affect where he goes. Um, If and and you're talking about Chris Paul going. to Lakers, but he signed mm-hmm. again with um, Houston. He's Houston. Back, yeah. Uh, also, Golden uh, State's loading up. They got cut. Oh yeah, yeah. They got cut. Okay. So here's the thing. So Golden State, uh, I saw the meme online that was like, if you would have told me that one team had five All Stars on their starting lineup, you would have laughed. at well, now they got cousins. Yeah. So they do have five all stars in their starting lineup. I just think that, you know, I wanted LeBron to stay in the East. Like I it would have been it would have set up a better finals. It would have. But the, the thing is like that's something you've got to wait for all year to see that really pay well, off. Well, but how about about the um the bit about so now LeBron's in the West. Yeah. So now he's still gonna beat K D. He's mm-hmm. still gonna beat Golden State. Yeah. He's still gonna beat um, Houston. Houston. Oklahoma He's still gonna beat Oklahoma City. Which forget Oklahoma. City. Uh, so LeBron's going to the West, which is a tougher conference. He's got a bunch of young guys around him. Um, He's gonna be on late at night more often. Yeah. Which is good for me. Which is good for the country. To see no, LeBron. some some sports writers like to complain because they like to go to bed at eleven thirty. Um, no. Those sports writers, we're up here now at like 2.30 in the morning and yeah. we're recording. So, yeah. um, how we're about, on deadline too, by the way. How about um, the guy from, uh, sec, uh, sec, not Sacramento, um, Spurs. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. That's a piece that has to drop. Right. He's still got a year left. With the Spurs, but he the way he finished the season last year, he doesn't want to be back. Right. Um, so he, I, I think that speculation is that he's kind of sick of Popovich. You know, Popovich is kind of a salty old you know coach, and maybe Kawhi Leonard wants to go play somewhere else. But he's not a free agent, so he's got to be able to work a trade. Right. But, um, but a lot Kawhi- of people see him going to the Lakers as a free agent. But is he, is he going to be able to work something out where he goes back to the Spurs for one more year and, like, is harmonious with the rest of the program that Popovich has in place? Or do they need to ship him somewhere now, in which case it doesn't really behoove the Spurs to send him to the Lakers? It would make more sense to put him, A, well, in the Eastern Conference, B, send him to a team that's going to give them the best return. Well thing is, though, is he's a L.A. boy. Yeah. Born and raised. Well, I mean, so, if everyone from L.A. got to play for the Lakers, then uh, like, I know. we wouldn't even be talking about the Rockets and the Warriors. Exactly. So, not everybody gets to go play in L.A., you know? Not not every baseball player gets to go be a Houston Astro right now. You know? I don't I don't care if you're a big, big Texas guy or whatever, you know? <laughs> like... Roger Clemens, like, doesn't get to just come out of retirement and, like, walk on to the Astros because he's from there. He doesn't? 
No. Shit, I'm sorry sorry to break your little oh, Red Sox shit. heart, but yeah. I'd love to see Roger Clemens pitch again. Yeah. I mean, my baseball glove is still in the basement. Mm-hmm. And my baseball bag in the basement still has the Roger Clemens Finisher series. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome because my, my first mitt was a uh, Jim Rice. Oh, that's not my first mitt. Mm. But it's my last one. Well, okay. So my, my so. first mitt was a Red Sox. And then I moved, and then I upgraded to a George Brett because I played third base. Ah, so that made a sense. Small glove. And yeah. then I and then I moved to outfield and I started using my dad's softball glove. Ah, <laughs> I'd catch a fly ball and it would take me like a week sometimes to find it to throw it back in. Uh, it's in there. <laughs> that's how big uh, that. how big that pocket was on my exactly. Glove. Pretty sure if they had checked it, they would have not let me use it. But uh, all right, so we got the NBA. Asking. LeBron's in LA. Um, there's moves being made around the NBA. Um, you know, uh, for draft me, happened. the draft happened. Uh, I didn't even see. I didn't pay attention a whole lot. Where did Grace Allen go? I don't, know. I don't know. Draft is, with the free agency, the draft is almost like a sideshow. Yeah. The, the NBA, and they've done that on purpose, I think. You know, like, the draft is... The NBA draft is not as big as the NFL draft in terms of, like, coverage and, like, the amount of anticipation that they try to build into it. I think that for the NBA, like, the, the best off-season storylines come out of free agency and not so much the draft. Um, so, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, every team got two new players. That's how the draft works, you know? If they're good enough to both play on the... 12-man roster, they'll be All in right. the NBA. Otherwise, they'll go to the D-League. So, or the, Gra- I'm sorry, the G-League. So, Grayson Allen went to the Jazz. Okay. Right. So awesome. That's the only... I like Utah. That's the only, like, guy, like, that I watched in college a lot. Yeah. Um, he went to the Jazz. He'll probably be a bench player. So, who knows? So, It'll how about the... How about the Pirates, man? Fuck the Pirates. <laughs> uh, you've been doing a lot of the Pirate games. Right yeah, now. the Pirates are... It's it's all falling apart for the Pirates right now. It is. Um, they've, they've, they've got like a 3-3-3 winning percentage over the last however long. You know, um, completely squandered their hot start. Um, you know, people are... Talking about them needing to blow it up, just trade everybody except for like Diaz and Meadows and maybe Tyon. Um, it's not good times around the Pirates. No, it's not. And tonight, it's like, oh, if we could beat the Nationals, get back on track. No, there's no getting back. All right, on track so so point. all right, so you beat. You the don't Nationals. have wheels. The wheels fell off. How do you get on track without no wheels? All right, so here's my question. The Pirates play the Nationals on a three-game series. Mm-hmm. How the fuck did they get on ESPN? Um, because they're playing the Nationals. Yeah, partly because the Nationals tie into their All-Star game. So how the they're trying? Fuck? They're trying to promote the All-Star game. Okay. Also, the Nationals are a very disappointing team this year. Yeah. Uh, there was they're a scenario, not doing. There was a scenario. Nationals where, are in what third place in the Eastern Division? Yeah. So, and they were supposed to be the top team. Uh, 
So how the and they play the Pirates in PNC Park, mm. and they get an ESPN game. Yeah, I'm like, shit, what's going on? I'm like, yeah, I I'll watch it. I'm gonna watch it. And then the Pirates won. Good mm. thing. Um, but what's going on with the fucking Pirates? Cervelli's been out. Cervelli's been out. Um, Cervelli took fielding practice at first base today. At first base. Diaz has been justifying his spot as the everyday catcher. Cervelli has had concussion issues. Yeah. And it's probably not in his best interest to be back behind the plate taking a beating like that. And Josh Bell has been sucking at both offense and defense. Well, as a catcher, your next move is first base or right field. Pretty much, yeah. So and Cervelli could be trade bait. Yeah, um, he could be, or he could be the Pirates' first baseman for the rest of the year. I, uh, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, but where you got to move Bell? And- you got to play Bell because he's the future, right? Um, but I don't know. Maybe 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 Cervelli's more tradable to an American League team if he can play a position and be a possible DH like rental player. I don't know. You know, you know why I don't know. Because the Nuns suck. Because the Nuns suck, and I'm not even sure Huntington's that good at his job. Well, I mean, like they have made some very bad decisions. So like, the, the the Sean Rodriguez deal is not panning out. The Polanco deal is not panning out. Even Marte, who's not hurting the team. Well, but Blanco, he's not living up to that extension. Well, well Polanco has been one of the best hitters uh, in the last couple weeks. Not year, weeks. Mm. It's like a five six five uh, on base percentage um, with a like a 31 to 45 uh, percentage, uh, you know, he has had very few strikeouts. So, I mean, uh, Blanco has come on. He's got like 11 home runs in the last 26 games. Yeah, he's come um, on. He's, but, he's, he's come on. But I think Pirate fans are sick of like having to wait for like everybody to get on at the same time. You know? Like, Houston doesn't have that problem. You know, Red Sox, they don't have that problem. No. no, Nobody in Boston is talking about how, like, Mookie Betts is a bust. No, Mookie Betts is not a bust. He's not. But he's he's from the same generation of prospects as, like, some of these guys the Pirates are running out there to little to no avail. Like, it's really not helping the Pirates right now to be paying Polanco and Marte and it's maybe more so the pitching's fault. But this is not a this is not a retool situation. Like they need to rebuild yet again. And I don't trust I don't trust people. shit. Honestly, my best case scenario right now is that the Nuttings just take the team and move out of town, take them to Portland, and then we get that Cleveland deal where we still get to be the Pirates. And we can have an expansion team that dresses the same as the current team, 
and like let's just have them be owned and operated by people who actually give a shit. You know, that's I mean that's a pipe dream, I know. But we we talk about expansion in baseball like it's going to happen. Um I think they want to add two teams for balance reasons so that they have, you know, an even number of teams in both uh both leagues then they don't have to play a one interleague series at all times. Um, and yeah, like take this nutting company. Don't even don't even think of them as the pirates. Like we'll get the we'll keep the pirates. That's the thing. If we don't get that Cleveland deal, like when when uh, Katrina happened and the Saints like started, they had to go play in San Antonio for a year. And the mayor of New Orleans was like, "If the Saints leave, we want that Cleveland deal." <laughs> and the way he phrased it, it was like, "You're actually talking about like." We want that Cleveland deal like it's a good thing. But it is a good thing. You get a chance to, like, change your, your entire organization. Like, the Pirates organization is rotten to its core. It is. It like, is. the Browns organization that left Cleveland for Baltimore was set up to win a Super Bowl within they were. a couple years. They were. I promise you. Like, a change of scenery is not the problem with this well, Pirates. You know what? Like, if the, these Pirates could move to, like, North Jersey next year and get in on, like, the New York TV market and still not... I, I Even if they raise their payroll, I don't think they have the evaluation skills to make, like, a good team right away. I just, I just want the whole thing gone. You know? Everything else, you, everything else in life you can just tear down and rebuild. Why can't we do that with the Pittsburgh Pirates? So, with the Pirates, why what? Why wouldn't we just like dissolve every contract we have, start over with Double A players, and go from there? I don't know. Um, because people don't care about double-A players and they don't want to go pay to see them? Well, people don't want to pay to see them now. As professional players and, you know, and, and players have made names of themselves. You know, Josh Harrison being one of them. Um, happy birthday, Josh Harrison. He turned 31. Um, you know, uh, Dickerson and shit. Uh, who else is Freeze? And Josh Bell. Polanco, Marte, you know, so why doesn't the Pirates organization at this point right now share of sale everything they have gone, Marte, Polanco, Dickerson, Cervelli, all of them, share of sale them all, give us a double eighteen. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. I mean, that's what's... I think that's what they're going to do. I mean, at this point, I hope that's what they do. It's it's time for a full rebuild. They, they screwed up. They missed their window. People they really missed their window. People aren't, people aren't interested. You went to one power game this year. Yeah. You went with your girlfriend. And they won. And they won. You bought tickets, secondary market. Yeah. Cheaper than face value at the window. Not by a great deal, but I at least felt good in the knowledge that, you know, 
my ticket was already lining Nutting's pocket before I bought it. My money was going to a broker. Or some... But I bet you the pirates, like, they've, you know, very eager to sell tickets to brokers. So I'm not even sure that I was really... No, I'm, I'm certain that I was still participating in the nutting economy when I when I bought right. that secondary market ticket. I just pulled up right now on my game time app to buy a ticket for secondary market for a pirate game. Section 328, um, left field, obviously 300 level, $4. I could be Bleacher Reserve... Uh, left field corner for nine dollars. Oh yeah. Um, this is for tomorrow's game. Tomorrow? And oh, it's a day game. Yeah. It's a di- the night games have been just the same. Um, it's not a Hawaiian shirt day. That's that's my issue. Correct. And you got a Hawaiian shirt. I got a Hawaiian Congratulations. Shirt. How about how about section? But you know what? Like I okay. How about so, section one ten first base, twenty bucks, Ru R. Ru yeah, R. Yeah, twenty I, bucks. Yeah, no, those are good. Those are good seats. So, you know, here's the deal. For me, going to a pirate game. If I'm gonna go, I'm gonna buy my ticket on a secondary market for twenty dollars. Yeah, where that ticket. On a pirate to buy it from the box office is going to charge me fifty five. Yeah, you'll get a better deal. Yeah, but you're not. You're not like I'm. What I'm saying is that I'm sure the Nuttings build that into their budget at this point. Like they're they're going to say like we will sell a certain number of tickets to brokers at like a bulk rate. Or like a discount, or what have you. Or so everybody le- who or, thinks or, they're or getting a deal, like the legalized scalpers, follow the money. Like, you know, Watergate, follow the money. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, the money in this case, like you follow it, and the trail ends at Nutting's door. It does. Whether you buy them from the line at the corner of Federal Street. And General Robinson, or you buy them on your phone, or you buy them from a scalper somewhere down by, like, pork and beans. Mm-hmm. Like, end of the day, most of that money is still going into Nutting's pocket. Yeah. Because he owns the team. Those, those paper tickets that the scalpers sell to you on the bridge are worthless if there's not a team that you get to go watch. Exactly. And Nutting owns that team. So buying secondary market tickets, like, you might think you're being a rebel, but you're not. You know, if you like Major League Baseball, and you want to see it in your hometown, you know I really then you see, have to go to see the Pirates. They're your local team. You know, I want to see Bryce Harper fucking hit a fucking 450. You should have been there last night. I want, I want to see Bryce Harper hit a 455 home run, you know. So we're coming back into the Pirates of, we're going to go see who comes into town. Yeah. And uh, Bryce Harper, shit. 
Bryce Harper, yeah, he'll be back. I mean, um, no, he won't be back this year. That's it. No, this that's is all it. you get. Tomorrow afternoon, uh, when you hear this podcast, he's been gone. But yeah, um, you know what? Yeah, it sucks. It sucks that we have a professional ball team in Pittsburgh that doesn't want to put anything into the, the organization. Now, I think if if they had just been like, say we're going on like 30 years of losing records, which... Well, we almost were. We almost were. Just Let's just say that we have not had a winning record since 92. I think people would be cynical and negative and unenthusiastic about the Pirates. But the the hardcore fans, like, you teased us. You gave us three good years. You, you gave us a window where all of our, like, planning was supposedly coming the, to fruition. You gave us the Quato game. The Quato game. Not just the Quato game. You gave us McCutcheon and Cole and Marte and Polanco and, you know, the big Harrison contract. You know, you actually, you tried, you you went out and got rental players, you know. Justin Morneau came in. Marlon Bird. Marlon Bird. You know, we we had Volquez. We had Burnett. And Jay Happ. And it all came to nothing. Like, they actually tried. They showed us what their all-in looks like. Like, their version of going all-in got us... Into one playoff series that we lost. Yep. I still have not seen the Pirates win a playoff series in my um, lifetime. In my lifetime? I am 38 years old. They have not won um, a playoff series since October of 79 in Baltimore. I was alive for a World Series championship. You are. I do not remember it. No. Because you were crapping your pants. Exactly. You, you, I you, was, you were too busy eating strained peas. I was a baby. Yeah. You well, know, obviously. Um, again, yeah, crapping my pants, eating strained peas. Apparently, I like tutti frutti a lot. Oh yeah. So, uh, you know, stuff. apparently, I have tutti frutti a lot. But um, that was in '79, and. Yeah. It, we have not seen a winning Pirates team uh, other than the mid-90s when we were in uh, middle school, high school. Yeah. Uh, but they never won the NLCS. They never won the NLCS. And that was the only game. There was no wild you card know, series. You know, that was, there was no divisional know, series. Yeah, that was East and West, and the Pirates the best in the East, and they played the best in the West. And... It was Pirates Cincinnati in 90, and 91, 92 was against the Braves, which were, the Braves were in the West. Believe it or not. Because they moved from Milwaukee, and they didn't realign. Yeah. Um, So, that's what it was. And... I'm just saying, like, without, like, I, I almost wish we didn't have, like, the McCutcheon, Cole, you know, Burnett years. It's it's actually harder to stomach what's happening now 
because we can, anybody with half a brain who's ever watched baseball can see what opportunities they've squandered. Mm-hmm. You know? Definitely. And for someone born in 1980, like I've seen the Pirates, my experience of being a Pirate fan is a lot of waiting, and then when they finally like get the pieces together, they blow it, and then they blow it up, and then you gotta wait another twenty years. And I well, don't, I don't think this town has twenty more years of patience yo, to give for, to the for baseball. No, if yeah. they sell the team tomorrow, oh, and the yeah, new owners yeah, have yeah, like yeah. a rough patch of a couple, two, three years. Yo, people fuck will, yeah. people will accept that and understand that exactly. But as long as they are chucking along in the like. 450 to like 600 winning percentage range with the nuttings, we know that they're not going to do what they need to do to get over the top. So, why why doesn't um you know, the Pirates, why do they not put money into the team and money into a product on the field. Because they make money whether no or not what. they win. Exactly. Okay? They, they got the big ML BAM check for $50 million. That's like a one-time windfall. Yep. You know? $50 million fits right in your damn pocket. Uh, if you yeah. get big enough bills or a check. Okay? Yeah, So does. that's what they did. They took the money and they put it in their pocket. And they're gonna. And that's that's how they're gonna keep the lights on at the stadium. That's all they care about. All right. So how about a guy like Mark Cuban comes in and says, "I will buy the team for this much money," and the owner of the current team says, "No." Why? Because the owner of the current team makes too much money on a losing product. It's a privately held company. And you know, if you they know, if they were publicly owned, like this this would be great. If the pirates were like a the the Packers, three model, Packers, you know, yeah. Or even if like I mean, the, okay, so the Packers are like kind of a community trust, yeah, sort of situation. But even if the pirates were just like a like a publicly traded company that only cared about delivering value to shareholders. Like, there's no guarantee that the shareholders would approve, like, increased spending on the product on the field. Because the shareholders and the board of directors that serve the shareholders only really care about profits. You know? I would love to see the Pirates, like, be bought by somebody who's willing to, like, put some of their own money at risk. You know and what? not run it as a business, but as a personal passion. You know what? I, and and apparently, from what I've heard, through the grapevine and behind the bar and so forth, Mark Cuban's tried to buy the Cubs. He has. Um, and MLB said no. Which is stupid. Um, Mark Cuban tried to buy the Pirates. I don't think he did. I don't think and he's interested. No, he tried to buy the Pirates. And Bob Nutting said, go fuck yourself. 
because uh, he came in with a way lower with a number. lowball offer. With a lowball offer. You gotta give them them. Like I mean, you gotta give them a fair price for it. Right. More than what they're worth on the market currently. We want somebody who's going to make them better. So you want so, you don't want somebody who's going to pay exactly what they're worth. So, because then they'll just like hump along at the same. Do you know what the Pirates are worth right now? I mean, I know what their payroll is. Like, I, you know I, I know most sports franchises are worth at least a billion dollars these days. The, the organization, the Pirates, and so forth, their worth is $1.15 billion. Yeah. Okay. All right. You and I will never see that type of money in our lifetime. No. Um, so, yeah. If you got a guy that's coming in and says, hey, I want to buy this team, boom, 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 boom. Now, where they uh, compilate the money together is the stadium and the facilities and everything else like that. Um, so Mark Cuban can come in here and buy the Pirates for probably, I don't know, seven, eight hundred million. Uh, to buy the team. Yeah. You know, uh, and the Steam Authority is the one that owns the stadium. And the so Mark Cuban pays his lease. Yeah. He can live at the stadium. You know what, you know what, if, if he can't afford to, like, rent an apartment in Mount Lebanon. Yeah. And pay the stadium lease at the same time. Yeah. And, and, he, and he, he, could, he could crash here some nights. Oh, he could crash, he could crash my, on my couch oh, a couple shit. nights. Mark Cuban could crash Dude, on this couch Come buy the Pirates, time. man. If you got to break yeah. your bank to buy the Pirates, like, we, we can put you up for a couple months. Mark Cuban, I... I've you could probably sleep on Hess's couch. Shit. He's a Mets fan, but he lets pretty much anyone... Mark crash. Cuban, I've almost hit your mom with the golf ball on number four in Mount Lebanon. Don't hit your... Don't hit Mark Cuban's mom I said I almost, almost, almost. We need him. I know. We need him. What if he's like, oh, I was going to buy the Pirates. You know. But some Pirates fan almost hit my mom with a golf ball. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm going to buy the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. But yeah, also, but also a year later, I played two holes at Mark Cuban. Oh, yeah. At Mount Lebanon Golf Course. So, I mean, he's this chill fucking dude, man. Like, really? Let him buy the fucking Pirates. Let him... Do what he does. See, and Cuban's probably the most famous person that I can think of that I would probably not be, like, totally starstruck by. Oh, he's a super cool dude. Because he seems like... He seems How haven't like, you met him? You I've never South met Coast. him, but he, see, he seems approachable. He's very approachable. And I've got tons of dirt on Lebo, just generally. <laughs> so, like, we wouldn't run out of things to talk about. Um, we could definitely play like the name game for a while in terms of like like we're not that far in age from each other that like I'm sure we've got some mutual friends. Wait, he's like 51. So. Yeah. And I'm 38. Yeah. But you know what like there's people in Lebo who've been around that long and never left and I probably know a few of them. Exactly. I don't know if he's Catholic or not but like St. Bernard's. He is. He is. Does he go to St. Bernard's? Yep. Yeah. Okay. His so there mom you go. does at least. Yeah. So, does he go to Maymart? Uh, I don't know about he that. He should sponsor Maymart. But all I know is shit, Cuban. Uh, you you've already made a press to buy the Pirates. 
make it harder for us. I'm Cuban. I love if you don't do it. We're gonna listen. If you don't buy the pirates, Cuban, we're gonna start soliciting other celebrities to buy the pirates, and it might not be pretty. I know. Like it might be Elon Musk. It might be (laughs) really. It might be Jared Kushner. Who knows? I mean, Cuban would at least do the right thing. Yeah. And he's a Pittsburgh boy, so I—I mm-hmm. I, I mean, this podcast turned into Cuban whatever. But. This is the Cuban love show. <laughs> Cuban love show. Speaking of Mount Lebanon, oh, oh, your phone's ringing. Yeah. <laughs> so no, seriously. Um, Pirates, come on! People we, have people have ideas. People are like, Mark Cuban is going to save us. Ray Searidge is going to save us. Well, Ray Searidge is our pitch coach, so I think he needs to say no. Hurdle's gone. Searidge is gone. Huntington's gone. Um, and all we have left is nothing, and that's um, not good. That's not that doesn't make me feel better. So uh, I'll go with Hurdle's gone, and we'll go with. Um, Sirius, he's staying around uh, for a pitching coach and so forth. You know, uh, with the Pirates-wise, who knows? We never know what's going to go on with this team. Uh, It pains me to say that the team I loved growing up is nowhere near where they need to be. I, I want more from the team. So, we'll, we'll go from there. Uh, but yeah. Alright, thank you very much, uh, you folks, for listening to us here at Bold Sports. Uh, also on Bold Pittsburgh. Uh, Bold PGH on the Twitter. And we will have a good night, as well as you do. Enjoy it, and find our stuff on either webs. Hey, Ian's, thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media, on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend for the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Renault on Twitter, at MMTacy on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag BoldSports. BoldPittsburgh on the Facebook or BoldPGH.com.